Hi, welcome to the Shapeshifters Podcast. My name is Genesis Guevara, and I'm here with Jennifer Salcedo, and it is time for another conversation. Mm. Hopefully, one that will take us and you, the listener, one step closer to making sense of the world around us so we can build happy and fulfilled lives. Boom. The topic today is mindset and discipline, and we have brought our dear friend Carmen to join us and discuss it. A little bit about Carmen is that she's a Mexican-American hustler, nicknamed The Machine by me, yours truly. She grew up in Magnolia, Texas, came from humble beginnings, worked her ass off through college while also working in fast food, Panda Express. She's a first-gen grad from the University of Houston with a bachelor's in business administration with a focus in management information systems. Started working in oil and gas post-graduation at Marathon Oil and then later joined Noble Energy, which is where I'm at Carmen, and is now AIT project manager at Chevron. She mastered her craft, moved her career trajectory very intentionally, became a mother in the middle of a pandemic while working towards her MBA. She's a wife, sister, daughter, and friend. Carmen is a no-bullshit, work-your-ass-off go-getter with a great personality to boot. Anyone who meets Carmen loves Carmen, and she's got the weight of the world on her shoulders, and she does it with a smile on her face. So the first question I want to ask Carmen is, how? Just how? 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 How do you do it? (laughs) Well, that is a very loaded question. First of all, thank you guys so much for having me on. Um, I'm very humbled. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, And it's great to be here with you guys and uh, happy, happy to talk to you guys. Um, How is very... It's a very difficult yeah. question to answer. Oh, I don't we were totally. To Gen- Genesis was totally joking when she when she was starting to write this, and she was like, "No, just kidding." That's all. She has that JK. <laughs> but we can uh, we can start with. Um, so we have a question. Like, did anyone you know tell you like young Carmen to like get her ass up and start working, or was it you just like went in, just started grinding whenever you were capable of starting to work and really pursue your you know your dreams in your life yeah like what i want to know is like where did this train come when did it start and it's this unstoppable train <laughs> like we want to know yes okay that is definitely a much better start thank you <laughs> um so young carmen made a lot of mistakes um, so it, it did, it did start with my family though. I definitely give, give my parents uh, a bit, a lot of credit. I did grow up in a, it was, it was a tough childhood. Um, my, my household was very, very strict. And so to the point that, you know, even at elementary school expectation was, um, I had to bring all A's to uh, home. So I had to always be a part of the honor roll. I had to always make A's. Whew. Sorry. So I am eight months pregnant. Hold up. <laughs> and this um connecting <laughs> my laptop, you know, trying to make it as quick as possible. Let me just uh, catch um, my you breath. Got it, you got it. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I think I think I'm because I, I don't want to talk and sound like I'm out she of breath. She is so humble to the point where it's taking her breath away. So humble. She's like I can't even begin. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. I think, I think I'm not talking like out of breath. <laughs> She's like, it surprises myself. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I think 
Okay, I, I don't think I sound like I'm out of breath anymore. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> Even like walking to the kitchen makes me out of breath. That's how big I am. Uh, so yeah, so 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 young Carmen made made plenty of mistakes, um, but but I do I do definitely have to give a lot of credit for my parents to my parents. Um, my childhood was was a little rough, um, very strict, um, coming from a, a Mexican uh, household. You know, dad is always the strict one, and you know, very very you know you gotta do this 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 right. So it was actually thanks to him. Uh, he's he started telling me since I was five years old that I was going to college. And I was going to college. I was going to college so um it was it was something that by the time i got to high school it wasn't something that i i was um it was it wasn't a matter of 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 if it was a matter of of how right um and so with with even growing up in the academics i was always the, the academic child i was not the sports girl at all um did not do sports in school at all i was a band nerd um played the clarinet <laughs> Um, throughout middle school and then my mom doesn't drive so then I had to quit actually uh, it broke my heart but my dad was the only one driving he was providing for a family of six and it was a little difficult for you know extracurricular activities to be done in high school so my next best option was actually to work however it was quite uh, difficult to convince my dad to let me work he was all about women don't are, are not gonna work you're too young you're not gonna you're not gonna do you know this this or that and so it was it was quite it was a quite a strict household growing up um and, and you know even even though we had his support academically you know he never mentioned how um he was he was a immigrant himself was able to kind of stand uh, you know put down his roots here and and be able to support us however he he it was very difficult and he barely made ends meet trying to support all of us and so a big big reason where i saw i kind of took it upon myself of you know trying to to start working as early as i could um it was very difficult to get him to let me drive um as well of course my i am the oldest so my siblings had it a lot easier than i did um but uh but yeah finally you know i was able to convince him to to let me drive to let me work um and so that's kind of how i became uh i had to learn independence at a very young age um, my sisters were, um, they, they had surgeries while they were growing up. They were born with a rare disease uh, on their legs. And so half of the time they couldn't really walk. And so a lot of the support really went, went for them. Um, so I had to really learn and mature at a, at a very, very young age. And I think that's where a lot of it comes from too. My independence, my drive, my, my effort, um, my, um, kind of vision for the future is where I see it really stemming from that childhood where, where I came, where I grew up in. So why did you want to work, Carmen? And why, why did your, I mean, I know that your dad just, you're saying that your dad just didn't want you to work because you were a female and you were young or, or just both? Mm -hmm. Both, a little bit of both. Really, I think it has, it stems more about the female part than, than the young part, I think. Because um, he started working when he was, you know, five years old, as you know, to to help provide for his family. But I think it has a lot to do with the whole I'm, I'm female and you know his scares and the fears of what might come of of you know letting me work type of thing. Um, but but really, it was more for me to not have to depend on my parents mm -hmm. so much, and you know, because if they don't have to provide for me, then that's a big help in my mm -hmm. mind, right? And then I help I help I could help as as I could. I mean, my first job was McDonald's, so I couldn't really. It's not like I could. You know, making five, uh, five 
25 an hour. So it's not like I could, you know, bring too much to the household working uh, part time and going to high school. Right. Yeah. But um, but, you know, I, I could at least provide mm-hmm. for myself, provide a little bit to what I could to, to my family. And then that's that's really how I, it just it just kind of became my grind. It became, you know, what what um, what I think helped me as well kind of get through the, my teenage years and, you know, living in, 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 in the situation that I was in. Um, but, but I do, I am thankful to it because I mean, my parents could, could provide as much as they mm-hmm. could. Right. Even if my dad was, was a little strict at times and didn't really let us do much. Um, but you know, I think I tried to make the best of, of the situation and, you know, kind of took it upon myself to do what I could with, with what mm-hmm. I had. Okay. So in college, um, I feel like, especially for like us independents that live in strict households. Um, initially it's like, whoa, you know, we're free. We do whatever we want, you know, we're making our own money. So I, you know, I can say that I probably wasn't as focused as I could be, especially at the beginning of my college career. And then later on, I was able to be like, okay, like I really need to get my shit done. So how was your college experience and how did it lead you to marathon oil? My college experience was not a normal one, unfortunately. Um, so, you know, with having to pay for school, um, at the time, the, Texas had a, uh, a, a scholarship program where, uh, and I, so I graduated top 10% of my class in high school, so I could go to any university that I wanted to nice. go to in Texas. Mm-hmm. However, my, my parents, my family, uh, pressured me and said, you know, you can't go anywhere outside, You're too, that's too far away from us. So I had no choice but to go to the University of Houston. So I picked the main campus. Um, and so, I mean, I had a choice, but I didn't. I don't know if, if I'm explaining that. So being the eldest in my family, I, I feel a, a sort of responsibility for them, right? And so with anything happened, at least I wasn't an hour away. And Magnolia is about an hour away from, from Houston. And so, you know, at least I'd be around the same yep. city, you know, so, so that I could go to, to what it do, help them out, whatever, in whichever way they needed type of thing. And so it just made me feel better the fact that I was close as well. Um, again, that kind of that sense of responsibility for them also. Um, and so I had to, I had to work through school, obviously, as many of us do. Um, but I, uh, and going back to, to the, the sponsorship, the scholarship program. So if I graduated in five years or less, four or five years or less, um, I got, I was pardoned a scholarship. Uh, or a loan. I think it was a loan. Um, and it wasn't much, you know, scholarships nowadays are, are not much to be able to pay for school. But in my situation, I accepted every single little thing that I could. And so mm-hmm. that was a big driver for me. Um, that on top, you know, I applied to, I don't know how many scholarships I could. Um, you know, it's not like we had savings for college, right? It, it you know, with the with a first generation family or immigrants coming in, a lot of times they, they're trying to just make ends meet, which was our case. And so savings is really not an option for, for families that are coming in, you know, uh, as my parents did. And so it was, it was I, I basically knew I had to get myself through college. And when you're in that situation, it's a lot harder to really enjoy your college experience because you're more focused, or at least I was more focused on making sure that Every penny would go to school to make sure that I had enough to cover my, my studies. Um, for me, it wasn't an option to not graduate or to fail. 
Um, it was, I was really hard on myself every time I made, you know, less than a B and it, there were situations where I did, it was a couple classes where I made some C's accounting is not for me. Um, and so, so even, even in college, you kept that straight A straight I, for the most part, for the most part, I tried. Um, it was, yeah. it was very, very difficult. Um, I, I, uh, working and, and going to school at the same time, I actually became a general manager for Panda Express while I was Holy in crap. So, um, <laughs> Sorry. You it didn't general managers make like fifty thousand starting off? Yes. And they work Ooh, like I would say what fifty to sixty uh sixty hours a week? Yes, that was the requirement. Yes. So I had to work fifty to sixty hours a week. And oh because God. so I I I set myself on a goal. I said I have to graduate. Yeah. In four years, because I needed the scholarship money, right? Mm -hmm. I actually graduated in three and a half. So oh I goodness. was taking, and this is what pretty much killed me. Um, I don't recommend this, um, but I was taking five to six classes a semester, working 50 to 60 hours at Panda Express oh my as a God. GM. <laughs> so I had no, I my social life was very not almost non-existent i still got my you know i was still able i love dancing you know I'm, I'm a latina so i love to dance and i would still you know whenever i i was good and i felt comf comfortable with my studies and homeworks and, and everything that was done i was still you know okay with my friends and we would go clubbing from time to time you know nothing crazy but you know i i i was very limited in what i could do so I, I don't have, you know, I never joined a sorority. I tried. I was like, no, I probably should hold off on how many extracurricular activities I can handle. Yeah. Um, you uh, everything but sleep, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was tough. It was very, very tough. You know, I didn't graduate with, you know, minor cum laude or cum laude, you know, but I graduated. But I did graduate enough to be able to make an internship in Marathon Oil. So I think my GPA yes. was like a... 3.2 or something like that. Um, and so, you know, to me, the way that I was living, I mean, I'm just, I survived is how I see it. Um, and, and again, it, my goal was really just to graduate as fast as I could. Same thing, you know, it, it was, it was something that I needed to finish. I needed to do for myself, but also for my family. I mean, it was, it was something that, you know, I wanted to make them proud. I wanted to make sure I was able to help them in any way that I could. Um, but it was, it was very, very challenging for sure. Wow. Three jobs. I mean, work was one job. College was your second job. And then I guess your social life would have been your <laughs> Oh man, that's nuts. Connor. Not much time for social life, but yeah. 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 Um, what age did you start working? Was it? Is I guess when U.S. lets you? Is it sixteen? Yeah. Sixteen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sixteen. Yeah, and I and I. Um, yeah, so I mean, working hourly jobs is is definitely difficult. So I worked McDonald's and started at Panda in high school, and then eventually I just kind of climbed the ladder. I was at Panda Express, um, I think a good five, I think a good five years. If I so that's how you and and um, yeah, and Panda because I worked there too in in A and M, and I feel like if you have someone above you that's really good, or like you know, it has to be like the assistant GM or the GM that sees opportunity mm -hmm. in you um they're gonna they're gonna push you to yeah. um be in that role which i think panda does a really great job at um and you, you can speak to this carmen um of leadership 
um, how to be a leader as well as a manager. They're yes, it, it was very um, it's different because <laughs> you don't see that a lot in different fast food, Taco Bell, you know, Chicken Express, mm-hmm. McDonald's, mm-hmm. Jack in the Box. Like Panda is one of the ones that I would say climbs the top of how they're able to succeed at such a high level. And I, I think their owners are billionaires. So yeah. um, they're doing something right. Their system is locked in. And um, I think they did pay higher than other fast food places. So that's why yeah. that was probably mm-hmm. a reason why he wanted to stay is because they did pay higher. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I they really kept pushing me to be a leader in – you know, I kept, you know, wait, I got school, I've got school, I've got school, you know, until finally it just, you know, the, the, the reason I accepted was because they, they, I, you know, I knew college is my priority. I, I had to graduate and I just, I, it was a must for me. Um, but they agreed to let me take a leave for an internship. That's, that's why I agreed to, to, to be there. They're, they're, I think at the time they needed, um, they promoted me to assistant and then they, they said, Carmen, we need a GM. We, we want to promote you. And so that's kind of where I said, wait a minute, if you if you let me do this, I, I, I will agree. Mm. And so they did. And so that's why I, I agreed with the GM role, because otherwise, I, I mean, I was I was burning out. I mean, it was it was a time in my life where it was the most stressful I'd ever been. But I couldn't let myself you know, I, I, it was a balance, right? I, I, I didn't want to let myself fail in one or the other. Mm. So it was, it was definitely very, very challenging for sure. Um, and then I, I was able to get the the internship at Marathon. They gave me the full-time offer. And so that was, that was it for Panda. For yeah. Me. It all circles back. Like yeah, they, they kept up their word. You kept their, yeah. you know, your word. And, and then by doing your internship and showing what you got, you were able to land a full-time job out of college, which I'm sure felt so like, what did you feel like a sense of relief? Yeah. There you relief. Go. relief. Cause you've, you've, yes. you've so worked so relief. hard, you know, from I'm sure maybe like mm-hmm. 15, wherever the age is for high school. Cause that's when you really start opening up your mind to, um, you know, your individual self than just a kid and start having dreams of, yeah, exactly. you know, what you want to pursue. And, and that was it. So did you, I guess at this stage in your life, um, after feeling the relief of college, um, are you always itching, you know, in your job to to reach higher and higher and higher? Is that still a part of your view? Yes, definitely. Um, so, so I'm. I, I always tell people when when they ask me, you know, what do you what is what do you plan to do in the next ten years? And and I, I let them know I'm an aspiring CEO. Um, you know, it, it just it's something that I've I've dreamed about um, in my career. You know, being being a Hispanic female, IT, oil and gas, you know, it's like, th- that's like five double whammies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Call it that, right? <laughs> and so it's, it's always been, you know, I always knew it was going to be challenging. It's, um, it, you know, and, and being a minority, you know, it's, there's, there's a lot of, of, of things working against me is kind of how I see it. Um, which I think is another reason why my drive is so, so focused and so, you know, you know, trying to, to stick to, to where I want to go. Um, another reason why I've started my, my MBA as well. Right. Um, and so it's, it's, it's definitely been, been quite difficult to kind of stay in my track, especially with all the different life events that have occurred in, in, in throughout, throughout my trajectory. Um, but it's, it is always 
it's just I don't I don't let go of my drive and my ambition of to where I want to go. And so it's um, it's something that I definitely keep on to and I keep that in the back of my mind. It's going to take a while. That's the other thing, right? I have to be patient. It's not like it's going to happen overnight. And there's a lot for me to learn as I go. Um, but that is that is ultimately where where I want to end. Of course, you know, there's lots of different things happening. I could change my career path for all I know, you know, very many different things can occur. And so I'm definitely open minded, right in that regard. I'm not, um, I'm not uh, closed off to what could happen. Um, I, I'm definitely strict with myself, um, but not so much. Um, I see it. I see my planning more as like a guide that can be, you know, changed and 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 change direction and and i'm okay with that i mean it's not um a lot of people that know me think i'm very strict and direct and you know but but i, I and i i can see what how i can come across that way um uh, but i do i do kind of see it as like i said like as a, as a guide versus a a rule if i can if when I can did that pivot happen that ha like were you always like that because for me personally i think um up until like after college and I had that job and that sense of relief, um, I did not it, like, what's it called? Forgive myself to do something else. I was very like, because I was born into a family that they're like, make good grades, go to college, work for that job for the next 40 years of your life. And that's it. That's the American dream, right? Because again, I'm also yeah. a first generation um, Filipino American. So it was tough. So was it also tough for you or did someone teach you like maybe your parents or maybe a friend like, hey, it's okay if something happens? I was actually just at that. Once I got that full time uh. job where I felt I mm. could relax, mm. I think that's where it, that's where it okay. changed for me as well. Um, not that, I mean, I still, I still had that, that what I wanted in mind, you know, I still want to become CEO since I don't know when, um, but you know, I still, uh, I still, I wanted to be in leadership. I wanted, I wanted to, 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 to work in corporate America. Um, but I think until, until I was able to relax a little bit, not have to work in school to school at the same time where I could really mm. just take a breath. That's where I think it, it, you know, and I saw a different side of, you know, because fast food is one thing, corporate America mm -hmm. is something completely different, right? Mm -hmm. And so once I saw the difference, I was like, whoa, like, and I could talk to people that are already doing some of the things mm -hmm. that I wanted to do. And so it, it, it didn't necessarily change my perspective right away, um, but I saw mm -hmm. the possibilities. And so, and I saw what, you know, it, working is not the only thing that can make you happy. That has taken me a little bit though to to understand wow. myself um because even now now that now that i'm a mom wife you know my my priorities have shifted mm -hmm. quite a bit and i i have I, it's been a little hard to let myself mm -hmm. enjoy those things right because work has always been kind of that priority or or, or what i have to do next has always been kind of what i worry about or or what that comes next and then baby comes along and my husband my baby comes along and it just completely changes everything of, of how I see things and so that I think has has also kind of helped me push me forward you know push me in in kind of that different direction as well um because I think I think a lot of my grind as well comes from my dad seeing him work so hard to be able to provide for all of us so that's where I see it firsthand but then 
it's like, well, look, I don't have to do that. You know, I don't have to do what he did. I'm in a totally different situation. And once I got that job and had, you know, stable income, you know, something that I'll be able to, to mm-hmm. breathe a little bit, um, it, it definitely made, made a big impact on, on kind of my mindset as well. I was able to, um, cause I was, I, I am, I'm, I am, I do consider myself, um, very reserved, you know, kind of, I know what I want and I'm going to go get it and nothing really deviates me from the path. But I think I was able to, it was, it was just as if I found a different part of myself once I was able to relax. Yeah. It was, it was very different. It was very, think, very different. Um, Even like relationships with my parents improved. Oh, that's awesome. Good. You're talking about after after college or just along the life of you've been living because mm-hmm. we're getting old old now well w- yeah um probably after I moved out for college oh, okay because <laughs> I was out of that umbrella out of that mm-hmm. environment you know I was out of my, my parents shadow you know and so I could finally feel like I could make decisions for myself versus I had to, you know, with, with, with my parents, it's a little bit of yeah. walking on eggshells from time to time because, you know, living under their roof, their rules, so-and-so. And so um, when I moved out for college at 18, even though I was CU of age, I was like, no, I got to go. I can't. I can't. I could have driven for my million hour every day, uh, but I chose not to. I chose to go live in the dorms for a year um, just because I just I needed to get out of, of where I was. And until that happened, I think... Um, I, I began having a much more uh, fruitful sure, relationship sure, with sure. my parents. Yeah, you had a lot, for sure. a lot of kids, and I get, I get you. Um, yeah, I think what you're you're speaking on, you're very disciplined. Obviously, we started, we get, we got you on because you're very disciplined, and um, <laughs> I think on the path of like entrepreneurship, that feeling of relief when you hit that next level, because then you're like, okay, if anything happens. I already have this mindset or I already have the skill set. And so nothing can stop me there. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, you're like, oh, what's next? And then you keep going next level. And then I already say, say, say like, say, for example, sales. Oh, I've mastered sales. Now I've got project management under my belt or marketing under my belt. So every time we're like next leveling it, it we always feel this like, man, the world is our oyster because who can stop us? Like this is how the world works. And all we're doing Genesis always has this analogy where we're getting like tools out of our tool belt and just putting it back on us. And it just feels, I feel like that's probably why mm-hmm. we feel when we felt at graduating college and getting that job, it's like, if this is it and there's more people that are, you know, reaching this level of success, I mean, the sky really is the limit, you know? And so I think that's why we feel like, yes we feel like basically we can do anything and there's so much confidence in ourselves because I feel like it's very compounded too. It's not linear of linear success. It's like, man, it was so hard Mm -hmm. from 16 to 21, 22. But then like every year it gets easier and it is still challenging, but it's not as hard as the five years, six years we put in. So it's it's very nice. You just have to pay your dues. Mm -hmm. You have to pay your dues. You have to work for it. You have to work for it. Nothing comes easy. I mean, I mean, I lived it, right? Um, but I always had that in the back of my mind. I, mm. It's only temporary. We're, you know, it, it, I never, I'm, I also tend to be, I, I try to be very positive as well. I have a very 
I feel that I have a very positive mindset. So even if something negative comes out, I always kind of try to see the goodness of it, whether it's a lesson learned or whether it's, um, you know, at least, you know, this happened. Okay, well, at least this other thing also happened, right, to kind of offset that. And I think that's also kind of helped me out as well because, I I mean, as I mentioned, I faced a lot of hardship as well. Um, one example I can share, very personal, um, so somebody very, very close to me, and I think another reason why I'm, I'm – uh, I started at a very young age as well. Someone very close to me said, you know, typical stereotype, right? You know, you're never going to get, you're never going to graduate high school. You're going to end up pregnant. You're never going to succeed in life. Um, <gasps> and this was, I think I was 15 years old. Somebody Rude. said this to me. Very, very close to me. It really hit me. Oh it was, goodness. it was, it was, yeah, it really, it really, you know, gave me a perspective when, when I'm straight A's, you know, I'm, I'm AP classes in high school, yeah. right? you know, good grades, working. And so it really, it really hit close to home, right? And so, so I kind of, instead of letting that kind of bring me down and demotivate me, I said, just you wait. I want to see your face when I have that diploma in hand and I graduated college. I didn't even say high school. I said college. So that, that to me was another big, you know, and that's kind of how I take a lot of things that come my way. Um, in life, right? Any sort of hardship comes out of it. I try to twist it to, to be more of my motivator. I take it as, you know, let me let me show you. I'm going to show you. And, and, I, and I let it. I let it happen, right? So, okay, you want to think that way. That's fine. But you'll see. Just, just give me some time and you'll see. <laughs> no, I love that you said that um, your positive mindset is a big part of how you've come to succeed all this because I mean one of our top topics is mindset and um I've seen it like firsthand in myself like if I just change how I think about the situation Mm -hmm. you'll be surprised how much easier Mm -hmm. it is to get through it exactly yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) like I so I've been uh I've been training for a half marathon and I've recently just finished a 10 K, which is uh, like 6.2 miles or something like that, I think. And um, at the beginning of it, I was like negative mindset because we had showed mm-hmm. up late. I got everything late. I had to run to the start of the line to begin running. So I was just like, <laughs> Oh man, like I'm not prepared yeah. for this. Like I didn't do this right. And there was a bunch of hills right from the beginning. I was just like, Oh my God, I still got like five more miles to run, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think in the middle, like near the beginning, I was like, you know what? No, like I got to think positively, like this is going to go great. Like there's people all around me. It feels great. Awesome. You know, the weather's great. Like, let's go. And once I changed that mindset, it was just so much easier mm-hmm. to finish it. I was like, just so exactly. happy. Like it was all like belief in myself, encouragement, encouragement, encouragement to myself. And I ran that 10K, like my my miles averaging was faster than when it, me here at home practicing, Good you know? You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm just, yeah. You have I, to. <laughs> exactly. So. You have to. I mean, and, there's, and the other thing too is there's no point in you stressing with things mm. that you cannot control. You can't control the time. You can't control how fast you get to the finish line or to, to the start line, right? It's a lot of it's it's that mindset. It's it's staying positive. Okay, you you made it late, but at least you're there. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. At least you know that type of thing. Yeah. And so that's how I try to tend to see things, right? 
um, and, and, and anything that, that happens or occurs, even the little things, right? Um, my, my toddler didn't wake up on time and now I'm not, I'm, I'm going to be late for, you know, whatever else. Well, you know, at least we're in the car and we're headed there now, you know, type of thing, or, or we're not delayed because of something else. So even the little things like that, right? Um, and then th again, things that don't, don't stress or worry, or at least I try not to stress or worry about things that I cannot control. Why should I dwell on the past? I can't know, I can't change the past. So I'm yeah. not going to worry about how that happened. I'm just going to worry about what I can do now. What can I possibly do to change the future so that whatever happened in the past doesn't happen again? Yeah. So th those are some of the, the types of things that I think have helped me, um, you know, kind of maneuver through life and when, when hardship occurs. Yeah, amazing. Positive mindset, guys. That's the key. So, Carmen, um, I'm going to pivot. And you mentioned at the very, very mm -hmm. beginning, and I do think it's very important to, like, discuss and talk about it and have our audience here. You mentioned that you went through a lot of mistakes. Is that what you said? And um, what what do you mean by that? Like, what, yes. Because, um, I don't know, I think it's very easy for us to say, like, go-getters like us, like, yeah, we just put our mindset to it and mm – -hmm. um, and we just didn't have anything deviate us. I mean, that help, that, that comes from our childhood. I mean, mm -hmm. very much so. Um, so it's very much yes. ingrained in us. But those out there that um, maybe didn't find it until later in their life, like even 20s, 30s, and they're like starting to realize, oh, like maybe in 40s and 50s, oh, like, th like mm -hmm. can my life change just by going and getting at it? Like are, are there mistakes that happen throughout the way and is that okay to make mistakes, you know, or does everything have to be perfect and aligned and – and all that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, for me, I think I feel, I think the biggest mistake for me is that I didn't stop oh. to smell the roses. Mm -hmm. I was just, or smell the flowers. I was just on this go mode that I feel that I missed a lot on. And, and I think a lot of that has to do with the way I matured around a very early age. Um, I didn't, you know, I didn't really get to enjoy, I regret not having the best college experience as I could, you know, I missed out on, um, making all the connections, making best friends. You know, I, I just, I was so focused on finishing school, working, you know, kind of just making sure that I could, I do, that I met my goal, but I was so focused on it that I didn't, I, I don't feel that I really got to enjoy my college life. Because I had to graduate in as fast as I could. I couldn't, you know, I didn't just have the liberties to have the social life that I wanted, you know. And I look back on that and I'm like, man, I, I wish I would have done, you know, some of those things, right? Um, I was also, I was still, you know, you're young, right? And you're still kind of learning your way in the world. And so, and I just thought, you just have to get from one, you know, a checklist. I just, I had this checklist that I needed to get done. And if I finished that box, I felt good about myself, right? But I didn't realize at the time that mm. that wasn't everything. Mm. You know, it was, I, I think I missed out a lot on family time. Uh, I mean, at the time, of course, I was single, but like, I didn't invest the time to, to make my relationship with my family a little bit better, mm. um, for one. Um, with my sisters, you know, I was, I was just so, so focused and my, and my brother as well. I was very, very focused on, on doing what I needed to get done that I don't think I enjoyed everything mm -hmm. that was happening around me. 
Um, and so that was a big, big mistake that I feel I, I regret now not having enjoyed that time in my life, my, my early 20s, you know, my, my, early, my late teens, early 20s, um, best times of our lives. Right. Um, and I I feel like I did. I did miss out um, a little bit of that. I tried to kind of balance it out, but just my, my goal, you know, it was just, it was my goal. It was my goal. If anything came up that would impact my goal. And, and another thing too, I think goes back to, to what I was told when I was 15, right? I just, I refuse to be a statistic. I refuse to be someone that, you know, okay, one more teen pregnancy drop out. You know, I just, I just had that in the back of my mind and I, it was, it was just not going to be an option for me. So I think that kept me laser focused on what I wanted to do that I, I think I didn't, I didn't enjoy my life at the time as much as others would have, for example. Um, and so I think that that had a big impact for me as well. So that, that's one thing. I mean, people that I tell in college, enjoy it. Join all of the clubs, go to all of the rallies, go to the football game, you know, enjoy your experience because I missed out on it and I regret doing that so mm. much. Yeah, that's crazy. So uh, one of the questions here that we had for you was if you could tell young Carmen something, what would it be? It sounds like that's what it would be. Oh, yeah. Slow down. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Slow, slow, slow down. I mean, at 22, I already had a full-time job. 21, I had a full-time offer. Yeah. And I was already GM at Panda Express. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, I was already making, you know, you know, <laughs> yes. plenty of money for a 19-year-old uh -huh. at the time, right? Yeah, um, and still trying to get to college and, you know, still working on an internship, you know, that, that kind of thing. And so, yes, it, it helped propel my career. But at, where I am now, I don't, I don't know... I don't know how much, mm. how worth it it actually mm. was. I mean, I, I shouldn't say that, right? But because I, I do think it was definitely worth it. I'm, I'm very content to where I am. I think I'm in a good trajectory of what I'm doing. But I feel that at the time of my life, I didn't realize what I was missing out. And when I'm, once you're older and reflecting back, you're like, man, you know, you really should have done this, this, or this, right? But again, I can't control it anymore, right? So now what I try to do going forward is, you know, enjoy my baby. Enjoy, you know, the next one that's coming. I try, you know, I'm eight months pregnant and try to enjoy my pregnancy as much as I can while working an MBA and working at uh, Corporate America, right? But, <laughs> uh, and I say this and I'm still going 50 million miles an hour, it feels like. Um, but I do, you know, I do things like no work or school Saturday or Sunday if I can, you know, or... Actually, I can. Right now, I'm on a break from school, which I can. Um, but like Sundays is nothing but family day. Like no homework, no group work projects, no work. Um, you know, little things that before had no space in my mind. Right. Again, I go back to you know my situation is a little bit different. You know, I'm married, I have a baby, um, trying to balance everything. But um, I do try to be more mindful and it, it is, and it is stressful, right? Mm. The mom guilt is crazy. The wife mm. guilt is crazy. Um, but you know, with the huge, great, great support system, that is my husband, my family. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm able to get to where I am and with, without them, I, I would not be able to do as much as I'm doing. Now. That's awesome. Yeah. You have a lot, you wear a lot more hats now. Let's, yeah, yeah, for sure. The same amount of time, I guess, um, 
you've just learned your capacity for stress has definitely expanded. The stress is definitely, definitely different. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I mean, growing up, seeing my sisters the way that they were thankful that I, you know, that I was healthy. Um, you know, it's a different type of stress, right. Um, as, as I'm growing up, stress with my dad is another thing too. Right. Um, and then stress with school and work is a totally different mm -hmm. thing as well. But, um, I think time management is also has been huge for me mm -hmm. as well. Um, being able to kind of, but I'm also, I consider myself a planner, right? So I, I, you know, I have, I have my checklist. I have, okay, this is how much time I'm going to do for X, Y, and Z. Um, which sometimes it's not fun, right? Because like, you know, I have to schedule my family day, right? And because of everything else that I've got going on. Um, but I don't, I don't, I think if I didn't, um, I probably wouldn't be as far as I've been able to get to at this point as well. Um, and then managing stress, that that's a good one. I don't, uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure how, how I do manage, but I think it's kind of a part of it. And another thing too, is I don't, yeah. I don't think of it as stress. I just mm -hmm. do it. You know, it's, it's, um, I, I don't think, you know, oh, I've got so much to do. It's going to be so hard. I don't sit and dwell on it. I just kind of go, go and yeah. do. That's awesome. And by the time I've done it, I don't have time to think or my body doesn't, you know, take stress in a certain way. Of course, if it's a big decision, yeah. if it's something mm -hmm. huge, you know, yes, of course, I'm not saying that I don't stress, but I think in terms of my day to day um, and my day to day stresses, like I don't, I don't let it overcome me. I am just like, okay, I got to do this, 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 and this. Let me just go do it. I don't, I don't wait sure. and see how I feel. That's the, about that's it. the power of mindset and way. the power of positive thinking. Um, I read, well, I've read yeah. tons of books, but I think the stress comes from not doing anything and just thinking and feeling it without actually yeah, doing it. So um, I think that's do. exactly what you're saying, Carmen, is that exactly. um, don't give yourself a chance to even dwell on the on the matter because um, there's a gap between how mm -hmm. you feel and then the rational part of your brain and then doing it. So, um, and you feel good after. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you. Yeah, but uh, you feel oh, good. You so, do. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just your brain just checklist. getting a little triggered. Like, oh my gosh, this is so hard, or this is something I have to like go over a hill, like for mm -hmm. Genesis running, like seeing that hill or seeing something that's hard to do. It's just like your emotions playing back against you. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. once you're mm -hmm. after it, you're like, holy crap! There's a sense of like, I mean, very small euphoric moment, like. I did that, you know, like, yeah. and then, yeah. and then it feels yeah. good the next time. And that's why we keep going and doing it more and more. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So we keep going. There mm -hmm. it is. Exactly. There yep. it is. And your self-confidence grows. You feel good. There. But I, I by no means want to say though, that mm -hmm. there's not going to be bad days. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I, for one, you know, I, I, this is kind of how I approach things. But there are days that I just do nothing because my body just can't take it anymore. Or, you know, I just, I can't, uh, sometimes I'm just, I'm just beyond mm -hmm. over exhausted and, and it's okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not hard on myself because I took a day or, you know, um, cause it's always, it's always going to be there. Yeah. That's the other thing. I mean, there's, it's always going to be there. You, you're going to have to do it, but I don't, I just, you know, try to, to, to relax as much as I can, but also not worry about, oh, I forgot this, or I didn't do this, or I didn't do that, you know, because that's where the stress builds up. Um, and so that's where I, I also try not to, not to be super hard on myself, not to say that I'm not, because I am, 
but you know, I also tried to balance, it's, it's a balance, right? So that stress doesn't overcome you and, you know, so that you are able to keep pushing. Yes. Okay. Well, you've done so much with your life. You've built this empire, basically. What are your current aspirations in life? Like, what are your goals currently? So right now, my goal is for this baby to be born healthy. Aww. I mean, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, right now I'm I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm working on my MBA. I'm trying to, um, you know, as I mentioned, it's it's quite difficult for, for minority females to kind of advance in corporate America. So uh, part of my trajectory is to kind of make sure I, I set myself up in, in such a way that it'll be a little bit easier for me, I hope. Uh, you know, be able to develop my leadership skills as well to to ultimately get to that next uh, to my next step, right? Um, but right now, I'm you know I'm kind of kind of going back to changing the mindset, right? So um, where I was before, I was go 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 career career career. Now you know it's it's a little bit different now with with family, right? And so right now, I'm just worried about my baby, making sure that, you know, he stays in here another three weeks because uh, yeah. I already had a scare. Um, so trying to trying to relax and, and make sure that 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 he gets here healthy and, and, and good. Um, but, you know, it is it is. I mean, I've, I've recently started working for Chevron. And so it's a huge, huge company. And so all of my um there's a lot of opportunity out there that I, I'm already kind of starting to think of what 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 can I do here, right? Um, given the the change in, in size, you know, Marathon and both both Marathon and Noble were were much much smaller than Chevron. So trying to see what um, what's out there for me uh, and this great new organization that that I'm in, um, and ultimately, you know, what's my next step to make sure that I'm I'm on that path to to the CEO level. So that that's really kind of what what I'm looking out for, um, making connections, networking, making sure that, you know, who, who can help me get to that next level is also very important, I feel, in, in, in your career, um, especially if you're working in corporate America, to, to see who, who can help bring you along with them um, is, is very important, I feel. But um, I also hope to graduate from my MBA uh, probably in 20, end of 2022, 2023 depending on how long I take a break for my babies. So, um, so yeah, it is, it's, it's definitely on, on my, uh, on my to-do list to do, uh, and then keep, keep growing professionally and, and get and grow my leadership skills as, as I go along. Nice. Nice. Um, so, I mean, I feel like we discussed the, the two topics pretty well, like while you're, while you were telling your whole story, what I heard was discipline. What I heard was mindset, you know? Um, so for someone who is listening to this podcast and is like, oh, my God, like, this girl's insane. Like, she's such a heart. Like, she's crazy. Like, I could never do what she does. Like, you know, how – what would you tell someone who doesn't have that mindset or doesn't have that discipline? How can they become that? Or how – what can they do to start moving towards that? Um, that's a good question. Um, I would say start slow. Um, it's, it's definitely, again, I think the way that I am had a lot, has a lot to do with the way I grew up, right? My childhood, mm -hmm. my hardships, and you know, not everyone goes through certain things, right? Um, 
it, it's definitely not easy and simple to to develop the mindset or develop the discipline. And again, as I mentioned, not every day is going to be perfect, right? Um, there's going to be things that come up and, you know, people might not know how to deal and that's okay, right? Because people deal with th things differently. Um, but I think start, start slow. Um, what really has helped me make sure that I do what I need to do, as I've, I've said the word multiple times, it's a checklist. Um, I have, I, I try not to go crazy on checklists because that can also become overwhelming, but I do, you know, I do have my list, right? Okay. What, at least what do I want to get done today? For example, and start small, start very small. And I think once people kind of start getting into the habit of, cause I tend to forget things, especially now that I'm pregnant. Um, I tend to forget a lot of things. And so if I don't write it down, I might forget, you know, X, Y, Z, right? Um, and so I think starting small is going to be good. Even something as simple as making your bed every day type of thing. I think that can help really kind of start getting people into that discipline mindset into like, okay, I have to do this. I have to do that. Um, Genesis with your, with, with your regimen that you're wanting to do to practice and, and, and get ready for, for your marathon, you know, you know, you have to do certain things to be able to get there. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's not like you're going to kill yourself and do everything in one day. Right. So you're going to, yeah. you know what you got to do to build up for it. Um, I think that's one. And then, um, one thing I have told a couple people, you know, some, some folks that I know, I I'm very big on the po positive mindset, right? Mm -hmm. Don't just see it. Don't just see the negative. Okay, what positive came out of this negative, right? Mm -hmm. And so one thing I've told um, someone very close to me as well is, okay, well, every time you think of a negative thought, think of three positive things that came along mm -hmm. with it. Can't, it's not always easy, but you can start kind of catching yourself. You know, if you if – you, sometimes people just don't realize that they're being negative, yeah. right? And it's hard. It's hard for them to see the positive, to see the light at the end of the tunnel, and it could be something as simple, you know, it could be any little thing. And so, so that's one thing I, I, I was, I was telling, uh, was this close friend of mine. Okay. Every time you, you, you get a negative thought or something negative happens, what are three things? It can, it can be anything. What are three positive things that came out of this one negative event? Cause there's so many things, you know, again, I'm, I'm more of, I have that positive mindset where I do try, it kind of just comes naturally to me, I think. Yeah. But Folks that are, they just, you know, maybe they had even more hearts. We just don't know what people have gone through, right? Yeah. Um, or even have been through worse things. And so the possibility yeah. of, of positivity is not there for them. Mm -hmm. That they might need to do a little bit of extra things to to kind of help them see the good that's that comes out of the bad. Um, and a lot of times, you know, it's not so obvious, right? You got to think about it a little bit. That's why some folks tend to not... Um, not see the positive in it, but, and then again, how they see things. Like, cause to me, something as simple as, you know, at least you're there, you know, might not be something positive for you, Genesis and, and your race. Right. Um, or it might be this big where it's still positive. Right. It's just, it just shouldn't matter how big or what the quantity is of the positivity is just, it's positive. Just start there. You yeah. know, uh -huh. that's, that's what I think I would, um, I would recommend someone trying to start out in this path. Yes. Um, and make things as easy as possible for yourself. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like if you do have stuff to do that you need to get done, make it easy to get those things done or as easy as possible. Like mm -hmm. if I have like a bunch of errands to run, I'm like, okay, 
I'm going to go, this is all along the path, boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a super simplified yeah. version of doing that, I'm sure, with your school one or, like, with Yago, you know? Like, let's say you wake mm-hmm. up extra early because you're like, okay, got to drop off Yago and then go to work. It's all along the way, you know? It's like, you're like, this is yeah. – this. you just smooth the path as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to plug in a, yeah, I'm gonna exactly. plug in a book because I'm big on books. So Atomic Habits, if no one's read it, is – Atomic Habits by James Clear is an incredible book. Um, He digs deep into changing your identity and your systems around your identity and then um, the actions that you take towards your habits. Um, So, like, for instance, we'll keep – I mean, we'll keep this short. So, like, Genesis. We're going to go back to Genesis and her running. So instead of saying, (laughs) I'm going to run a marathon or I'm going to run three miles today or I'm going to run five miles today, it's I wake up and I'm a runner. It's, mm. I am a runner. Ooh, I like You know that. what I mean? Yeah. I am yeah. going to be CEO, you know? Or for mm-hmm. me, I'm mm-hmm. going to be, um, I'm going to have a million dollars net worth in three years. You'll be rich. It's, I am <laughs> and not I'm going to. And um, mm, like that, that changes things so crazy. And I feel like yeah. we have, I feel like all of us on this call probably do say, don't say that, but um we are that, so it's mm-hmm. it's different for other people that yeah. don't are not naturally like this. But once you start saying you are something, and you and you start telling yourself, I have the integrity to keep that promise to myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like I feel like that that's life changing, you know. Yeah. Um, it's easy just to be like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna eat meat for two weeks or or something simple. Um, you begin with your identity and then your systems will start changing um, around mm-hmm. that identity. So I like that. Mm-hmm. I never called myself a runner. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Start doing it. It's going to change. You're going to change so yeah. much. And to be honest with you, I think that's kind of, so when I pe- tell people I'm going to become CEO, like I'm, I'm going to yeah. be a CEO, they're like, it, it takes them by surprise yeah. because they see me, they see me as, you know, especially when they're older people, they see me and they're like, whoa, what, you know? And so it's, it's, they, they, because it's, you know, and I, and I'm, and I'm still young. I'm very young, right? I'm, I'm, I'm in my early thirties. I'm, I'm young, but I didn't start telling people this. I probably started telling people this when I was an intern at wow. Marathon. And so I when that. I, you know, and cause they asked me, you know, what, what are your aspirations for, for your career? What do you want to do when you grow up? I said, I'm going to be a CEO. I like and they're that. like, whoa so so when you say that i mean yeah it's it's and you know something it's it's intimidating because you have these people that are older than you being like what like you you know Mm. but it did not it didn't even though it made me feel some type of way i didn't stop saying it yeah i'm constantly reminding people like yeah i'm 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 an aspiring ceo that's that's what i say and and it takes people by surprise, but, you know, get used to it because that's what I'm going to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Love the, the mindset, Carmen. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, guys. So we have, we're reaching the end of our podcast here. Um, we do have one end of podcast question. Jennifer, do you want to ask? Oh, okay. Um, so, Carmen, what would you tell the mothers out there who are success-driven in their own lives while also prioritizing being a mom? Oh, that is, uh, um, that is a very difficult question. Um, it's very hard. I would just, I would say, don't be so hard on yourself. Um, you're not the only one and your baby's going to be okay. 
Um, it is not easy. It does not get easy any every day. And I'm, I'm about to have my baby number two. And I'm a little worried about how I'm going to manage all of that as well. But a strong support system, if you have it and if you can get one, is just is, is going to take you miles. Um, it, it's not it's it's not easy. Like I said, the mom guilt kills me sometimes, you know, because I'm, I'm either too heavy at work and school that, that I might not get to see my baby for hours at a time in a day sometimes. Um, and so it's 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 definitely not easy, but you can do it. You can absolutely do it. Um, it, it's, it might take a toll, but it, it's going to be worth it in the end. And your babies are just going to appreciate it, you know, in the future. Yeah. And it's, it's, you're going to feel, feel fulfilled, not just, you know, in, in so many different ways that, you know, it, it will definitely make it worth it. Mm. It's, it's a big sacrifice, but they can do it. Awesome. Thank well, you, Carmen. That was yes, an awesome thanks, answer. Carmen, for thank you so much for having me. This has been this has been a lot of fun. It's been great talking to you guys. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate you guys Absolutely. having me. Yeah, on. I I learned a lot about you. And you know what? I was curious to what you know the creation of the machine. I was like, man, how did this come to? <laughs> <laughs> so love hearing you talk about it. There you um, have it. And you're super busy literally you just talked about how busy you are and you're still doing this here for us you're being a friend you know so again thanks so much um and yeah um thanks guys for listening and we'll catch you on our next podcast bye bye